Once again, welcome and good morning to each one of you in this beautiful morning that we can read the scriptures and learn together. Let us now read our scriptures in Romans chapter 11, verses 11 and 12. So I asked, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass, salvation has come to the Gentiles, so as to make Israel jealous. Now, if their trespass means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Now, this riches for the world is because of the gospel that has reached to the Gentiles that the Jews has rejected. We are rich in Christ. We are blessed in Christ because of the gospel. Now, Paul asks again this question. Did God cause the Israelites to stumble over Christ? Who became their stumbling stone? as we read that in Romans 9, verse 32 and 33, so that the Israelites will fall down. In other words, Paul asked if God caused Israel to be tripped over in order that they might permanently fall and never to rise again. Was this what God wanted to happen for Israel, that they will stumble? Paul answers his own question here with a resounding, by no means. Paul argues that God has two purposes for Israel, to stumble over Christ by refusing to believe in him to it. Number one, Israel's trespass or sin has made it possible for salvation to come to the Gentiles. When Israel rejected Christ, God used that rejection to make his offer of salvation by grace through faith in Christ available for all people. That's the number one reason. In other words, what seems to be hope, uh, a bad and a worst reaction and response of the Jews to reject and refuse the gospel, the stumble over Christ, became a blessing. God was in, on top of everything. He, he knows what he's doing and he's in control. Secondly, this provokes Israel to jealousy. It means that when they see that God is good to the Gentiles, they will be provoked to see that God will be good to them as well. That if God is good to this non-covenant people, foolish and people who don't belong to God, how much more to us who belongs to the, to the chosen people of God? That should be the kind of feeling that God wants to happen in their lives, they will be provoked to jealousy. Paul expressed this idea in verse 19, Romans 10, 19. God plans to use this favor with God that the Gentiles are enjoying to provoke many Israelites to eventually seek him. And in the same manner, they should believe Christ. I remember the story of the prodigal son, something to that effect. When the prodigal son was right there, miserably eating the, you know, or contemplating to eat the, the food for the pigs where he was feeding. He remembered about the goodness of his father. He remembered about how God or how his father treated the servants. And it provoked him to the right jealousy. If God or if my father is good to my servants, they are not even my their, their, his children he could be good to me so he was provoked in a good sense 
he was somehow jealous in a good sense. He went back and asked forgiveness to his father. This is what God wants to the nation of Israel, that they will be provoked. Paul opens up here that the goodness of God is, is to be in this statement, how much more? The how much more statement. Paul noted that Israel's sin has brought riches in sharing God's glory to the world. Israel's failure to believe has brought those riches to all the Gentiles. Because of that, if God is good to these people, how much more will Israel's full inclusion in Christ mean that God really is good to them? Stated in another way, like this, since Israel's sin can result in the kind of glory, it's unimaginable how much glory will result when Israel will believe on Christ. Temporarily, God has hardened most Israelis that they will not believe the gospel. They are hardened temporarily. However, God will eventually bring many Israelites to faith in Christ. And the consequences for us today is there will be life for all of us, life from death for all of us. Many scholars believe that this must be think, talking about or referring about the resurrection. When, during the time of the resur resurrection, the Gentiles, the Jews or, or our believers will be brought to life. All who needs to be saved or all who will be, be believe in the Lord Jesus Christ will be gathered together. Hence, because of this truth that Paul has explained here we can really say with paul in ephesians chapter 3 verse 3 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us in christ with his every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places so the argument of paul here is that if god is good to our people who don't deserve to experience and to receive his goodness how much more to his own people the jews God will not abandon them, but his riches will also reach unto them, all the riches of Christ's favor or grace. We are rich because God has blessed us with his grace. His grace is not dependent upon what we do, what we accomplish, what good we have, or we have nothing. We have nothing to offer before God, but because he is gracious and merciful to us, this riches really is just brought into our lap when we don't deserve it. I hope that we treasure this standing on this posture or position we have in Christ. We are in Christ, and I hope that we always will cherish this day by day. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this great truth, Lord, that although you allow the Jews to stumble, on that cornerstone that became a stumbling stone temporarily. It's because, Lord, you have a plan and that salvation will go to the end of the world, that the Gentiles could receive and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as well. And thank you that it 
it also gave us the the idea and the truth, Lord, that if God, you are good to us, who are none Jewish, you are how much more to the Jews who belong to your chosen race. Thank you, Lord, that you are really gracious. You are really rich in grace and mercies, Lord. And thank you that this salvation is to be proclaimed to the whole world because you love the world. That whosoever believes in him, on, on Christ, will not perish but have everlasting life. In his name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.